0: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
1: Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, March 29th, and uh, what a beautiful day. The uh, sun is shining, and we had a great day in church yesterday. I hope you enjoyed uh, being in church yesterday, whether it was here at our church or at your church. Some of you tuned in online. Some of you came to our drive-in service, and uh, maybe your church is still doing online, but I hope you had a great day at church yesterday and in church, and I hope that God spoke to your heart. I hope you can look back at the messages you heard, and I hope you can say, God did something in my heart yesterday in church, and it's amazing how God can do that. He uses His Word Uh, The Bible uses the Holy Spirit and uh, he'll use a preacher or teacher, somebody, he'll use a human instrument to deliver that message and uh, we had a great day yesterday. Uh, Last night uh, we uh, observed the Lord's Supper and Jesus commanded his disciples as he uh, broke the bread and as he distributed the juice, he said, this do in remembrance of me. And we talked last night some about the cross and what Jesus did on the cross for us. And, of course, this week now we're leading up to Easter. Uh, But before you can have a resurrection, there had to be a crucifixion. And I'm glad that Jesus died on that cross and paid the price for us. And so we're looking forward to an exciting week here at the church. We're looking forward to an exciting day on Easter Sunday. And if you do not have a church home, I hope you'll join us this Sunday, uh, April the 4th, 9 o'clock drive-in service 11 o'clock is our service in the auditorium and then Sunday night at 6 o'clock. It'll be a great day and uh, I hope you'll be in your church. If you've got a church home, I hope you won't miss Easter Sunday and uh, it's going to be a great day. Happy birthday yesterday to Bryson Pear, and then happy anniversary yesterday to Brian and Jessica Dixon. Hope you had a great day and then today uh, we've got two birthdays. Happy birthday to Irma Harlow. And happy birthday to Lori Smith. I hope you have a great day today. And uh, I hope that, uh, let's see here, I hope you'll join us Wednesday night. We've got our prayer meeting, Bible study, and then, of course, a great day on Sunday for Easter Sunday. I want you to hear this song uh, by uh, Caleb and Katie Garraway. And uh, it's a song about the cross. And, you know, Jesus was faithful to go to the cross and to endure the cross for us I hope we will be faithful to live for Him. This song is called Faithful to the Cross. You listen to this song, and then right after this, we'll get into our Bible study back in Daniel chapter 7.
2: Some follow after fortune and fame, so when they're gone, the world will remember their name. But I am learning that what matters most Can't be held in my hands And that riches aren't the measure
3: Faithful to the cross, faithful to His call, laying down my life, surrendering my all, forgetting what's behind me and counting it as lost. Faithful to the
2: can finish my race i will stand for christ and keep the faith and when at last i stand before
3: the throne
2: i want to hear him say my child well done that my hand
1: powerful message there in that song. I hope that's your desire to be faithful uh, to the cross. Every day just keep your eyes on Jesus and uh, Jesus keep me near the cross. That'll keep your heart tender and uh, that'll keep your desire burning to live for God and to to live holy, to live godly, to live set apart uh, so that we can be a witness, so that we can let our light shine before this world. And uh, Paul wrote in the book of Galatians and he said, God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of Jesus. He said, the only thing I've got to glory in is the cross and what Jesus did on the cross for me. And so that's a wonderful song. I hope you enjoyed that. I want you to look with me at Daniel chapter 7. We started this on Friday and we probably shouldn't have started something like this on Friday because we had to span the weekend and kind of come back and review. But we said on uh, Friday, Daniel chapter 7, verse 1, that um, Daniel now is the one that has dreams. He's been interpreting dreams for others, for Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, He interpreted the handwriting on the wall for uh, Belshazzar. And now Daniel has a dream. And it says in verse 2 that in his dream, uh, he saw and behold the four winds of heaven strove uh, upon the great sea. Uh, We had uh, yesterday, we had some pretty powerful winds. I think Saturday too with some of those storms. But you know the wind is a powerful thing. Uh, you've seen, uh, I'm sure these last few days, some, some reports of some tornado damage in uh, Tennessee. I know a couple days ago they had some tornadoes in Alabama and Georgia. And you see just the devastation. The wind is so powerful. And can I tell you the wind here in Daniel 7, uh, it represents uh, the power of God and the working of God in the nations of this earth. Uh, It says that the four winds, they strove upon the great sea. That's the Mediterranean Sea. And and God was doing a work. And I want to tell you, don't ever forget that God is at work in this world. And uh, God is sovereign. God is in control. Nothing happens without God's approval, without God allowing that to happen. Nothing happens in your life without it first going through the hand of God. And uh, that ought to encourage you today. Uh, to know that nothing can touch you uh, if it doesn't first pass through God's almighty hand. And so I'm thankful for that, the sovereignty of God. But then we said the four beasts that came up from the sea, the first beast we saw was a lion with the wings of an eagle. That beast represented Nebuchadnezzar, uh, the Babylonian empire. And uh, it was a lion With the wings of an eagle, lion is the strongest among beasts and the eagle is the the, the most superior of all the birds of the air and Babylon was superior. Remember in Nebuchadnezzar's dream with that great statue, there was the head of gold. Uh, There was the arms and the chest of silver and the abdomen of brass and the legs and feet of iron and clay. Well, Babylon was that head of gold. Well, here Babylon is the lion with the wings of an eagle. But then we get to verse number five and we see that there is a second beast. And I want you to notice this beast. The Bible says in verse five, another beast, a second, like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it and between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. So here is a bear. It is raised up on one side and it has three ribs in its teeth. Now, um, that is a scary thought. If you're seeing a bear and it's already got three ribs in its teeth, that means it's been eating somebody. It's been eating something. And this bear represented the Medo-Persian empire after Babylon came the Medo-Persians. Well, Daniel has this dream before the Medo-Persians ever came to power. But the fact that the bear was raised on its side is reference to the fact that the medial Persian coalition, it definitely leaned toward the side of the Persians. They were definitely the stronger and they were definitely the more significant of the two. The medial Persians, as they conquered nations, they had just brute force. Uh, they didn't need a lot of strategy. They didn't need a lot of speed and quickness because of just the sheer power and the sheer dominance of the medial Persians. When they waged war, they would come into a a, a nation with sometimes up to a million soldiers. Uh, They would devastate. They would overcome the enemy uh, with their power, much like the power of a bear. The Medo-Persians were very cruel. Uh, many times they would come through and they would just trample a nation and they would leave nothing, uh nothing but ruin and wreckage uh, where once had been a city and once had been a civilization. This was a coalition, but it definitely leaned toward the side of the Persians, just like this bear leaned on one side. But then this bear had three ribs between its teeth. These three ribs signified three nations that the Medo-Persians conquered. Now again, you say, well, Pastor Kobernat, this is, this is great. We know this from history. Exactly. But Daniel was not writing it as history. He was writing it as prophecy. This had not even happened. This was yet to come. And yet God gave Daniel this prophecy. They conquered Babylon. They conquered the nation of Lydia. And they conquered the nation of Egypt. Those three countries were those three ribs that the bear had in its mouth from the conquering. And then there was a voice that was heard that said, devour much flesh. That shows that the Medo-Persians were operating under the divine will of God. God was the one that gave the green light. God was the one that gave them the okay to conquer these nations like Babylon, like Lydia, like Egypt. Their territory, the Medo-Persian territory, expanded beyond What Babylon had once possessed this nation, this bear with three ribs between its teeth represented the medial Persian empire. That's where we read in Daniel chapter six, where Cyrus and Darius were in charge and Daniel was thrown into that lion's den. But while Daniel writes this in chapter seven, verse number one, this is still in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon. It's amazing to me how the nations come and go. It's amazing to me that that lion with the wings of an eagle, well, that lion was destroyed. That lion was defeated. Here we have the bear with three ribs between its teeth. And boy, it seems so fierce and it seems so powerful. Seems like nobody could ever conquer that. Well, the Medio persians fell also. I want you to notice in verse number six, we see the third beast. The third beast, the Bible says, was a leopard with four wings and four heads. Now that's a scary beast right there. A leopard with four wings and four heads. This beast was a picture of the the man who was yet to come, Alexander the Great. Uh, A leopard is extremely fast, but what would be faster than a flying leopard? And Alexander the Great conquered the known world He conquered uh, uh, all of Europe, he conquered large portions of Asia and Africa, all the way to the border of India. Legend tells us that at the age of 33, Alexander the Great stood at the banks of the Tigris River and he wept because there was no more land to conquer. You know, some of us, I'm I'm past 33, I'm 41, but some of us, Brother uh, Caleb here, he's still young, he hasn't reached 33. But some of us at the age of 33, you know, we're just trying to get things figured out in life. And here's Alexander the Great who has conquered the whole world. And he's depressed because there's nothing left to conquer. Alexander conquered with swiftness like a leopard. He conquered the world. But then Alexander's empire was divided into four parts. Isn't that amazing? Daniel prophesied that this beast would have four heads and this beast would have four wings. Alexander's empire was divided to his four generals. It's amazing to me the detail of Bible prophecy. It's amazing to me to think that here is Daniel hundreds of years earlier and he prophesies of empires to come and gives the specifics and gives the details. you know how Daniel could do that? Because his dreams were given to him by God. I'm thankful that we have a Bible. I'm thankful that we have the prophecy. I'm thankful that we know what is yet to come. We know that Jesus is coming back. We know the rapture is going to take place. We know there will be a millennial reign of Christ. We know all those things. How come? Because we serve a God who knows the beginning from the end. We serve a God who is the Alpha and the Omega, and I'm thankful that he's given us a book, and I'm thankful we see throughout the Bible where prophecies have been given, and prophecies have been fulfilled exactly like God said. You can trust the Bible. Uh, There's some news you cannot trust. Uh, There's some, uh, some facts and figures that may not come to pass. There's some predictions that may never happen, but I'm thankful that we can rest upon the authority of God's Word, that if God said it, you can count on it, It will happen. I hope you have a great day. We'll continue tomorrow with these beasts from Daniel chapter 7. And uh, I hope you'll tune in again tomorrow at noon for The Winning Side. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side.
0: Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina.